You need to work on your controlling your own emotions. I don't think I do. You just need to like work on not pissing me off. Now she freezes. That's convenient. Hi. It's unfrozen. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you froze as I was telling you you need to learn to control your emotions. Probably good. Mm, no, I heard that. Thank you. I told you that you oh. actually just needed to control your ability to piss me off. Anyway, ah, then we are I friends. Um, welcome to TED mm. Talk. <laughs> you are my friend, but also you are top three most annoying people I know. Right. Do you want to start? So- <laughs> <laughs> welcome to TED Talk. It's a comedy podcast where me and Kika fight for an hour. Um, this episode, I am taking the reins. It's my turn to delve into a story and she's explain. finally done some fucking work right okay here we go here we go she turns, up. Go. turns up turns up for the recording once a week and starts uh swinging her dick that's fine um so this week i went to the stories and i asked you guys what you'd rather see would you rather see a serial killer episode or a cult episode and the majority said a cult so I said, no, I'll do a serial... No, I'm kidding. I did do a call. We are Yay. going to be doing... This episode, we're going to be going into Heaven's Gate cult. Now, Kika, how much do you know about Heaven's Gate? Honestly, nothing. I don't... I only know that it was famous. <laughs> it was. It fucking... That's... You've got that right. You and I've cracked it. Right. I've cracked the whole case. She, she's cracked the whole case, kids. Um, I'm just going to... You're so lucky to have me on your team. Well, do you know what? Um, You're right. I am so lucky. And (laughs) I'm so glad I've got someone as interested and studious on true crime as (laughs) myself. But it's more fun to tell you the case where you don't know anything about it. Well, that's what I thought, because I thought it would be better to come from a blank slate so you can teach me. Because otherwise I would have opinions no, totally. And let me tell you, Buster, you're in for a ride. This is one hell of a story. I'm excited about this. Um, so we'll just delve in, get straight into yeah, it. Yeah, please. So Heaven's Gate was a cult, obviously, um, and it was very particular of a cult in that time. So a bit of a context, a bit of historical context and um, social context in the 60s and 80s, mm-hmm. there was a bit of a surge in extraterrestrial cults and religious groups. So a lot of like sci-fi literature was coming out at that time. Um, and just an interest. Are we based in, in America here? Yeah, we? girl, we're based in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. You're so, <laughs> My voice. Um, <laughs> so cults and religious groups in general became really popular in the US during the 70s, mm-hmm. which a lot of us will know about. Um, that's kind of when it all kicked mm-hmm. off when you think of like cults and communes and stuff like that you think of like the 70s and like those kind of people running around oh my god free yeah. love baby um it's the 70s equivalent of like having a gap year in asia for, oh for fucking sure kids now. for fucking <laughs> sure. um so during the 70s the younger generation were kind of rebelling against the religious conservative family ideals of their parents generations which was kind of like 50s mm-hmm. 60s makes sense Mm -hmm. so going directly Mm -hmm. back to heaven's gate um heaven's gate was a cult that was founded by marshall applegate not a real name in my opinion um (laughs) and his wife (laughs) in my opinion um same same with his partner bonnie nettles nope no 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 not having it no 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 (laughs) yeah so okay sorry 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 marshall applewood Apple and Bonnie White. Nettle. Right. Marshall Bonnie Applewhite. Nettle. Bonnie Nettles. I'm sure there's a few <laughs> Bonnie Nettles in my fucking back garden. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I was going to say, was she, is she Scottish by any chance? No, she's not Scottish, no. That'd be, I feel like you would go I feel like you would go on a walk and your grand would be like, oh, watch out, there's a few Bonnie Nettles in that path. Well, anyway. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe she's one of those Americans that's like, I'm I'm literally half Scottish, like my whole family's from Scotland. Like, you know, and <laughs> so she just decided American. to change her name to Bonnie Nettles to like to secure the bag. 
Just make sure everyone knows. If I ever go, if I ever go on Drag Race, that's going to be my name. Bonnie Nettles. Very yeah. Good. Very good. Um, very good eye. Very good eye. That is a great one. That's a great choice. So <laughs> Applewhite was the leader, was the main man. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just finding that hilarious. I'm just laughing at Bonnie Nettles. <laughs> well, anyway, Marshall, hey, enough. Okay, can you keep it together? <laughs> it's sorry, a yeah. fun name. It's a fun name, but it's not that funny. Anyway, so Applewhite was the leader. He was chief alien man, as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the main beliefs kind of surrounding uh, Heaven's Gate were based around the idea that the followers of their belief system were destined to move past their physical vehicles which their bodies and reach the next Mm -hmm. level which was with extraterrestrial beings in another part of space which is like heaven basically it was like reach girl it gets you think that's bonkers just wait don't even look at me like that we are on the tip of the iceberg bonnie nettles was the very start of how whack this is (laughs) wait sorry can you explain that again like their bodies So they're going to transcend their bodies. So essentially Mm -hmm. their souls will elevate into an alien world. So the, the like general consensus was Mm -hmm. that in their fees in their physical vehicles, (laughs) did I say it like that? In their their, their physical vehicle. (laughs) Would you like it if I did it in a German accent? Would that help? Um, (laughs) In their physical vehicles, they, they, they had to um, c- like come past their physical vehicles and transcend their their bodies were just a vehicle on this earth to um, fully understand like <laughs> I don't fucking know I've not smoked enough grass for this okay I don't know you know I've always, I've always thought it was <laughs> no I was just gonna say I've always thought I was atheist but you know what maybe this is the one for me just wait, just wait. There's actually some, there's some um, alluring things in it. Um, okay. That's a lie. But yeah, so basically the idea is that the people who believed in Heaven's Gate and founded and followed Marshall App- Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, of course, don't forget, um, they were, they believed that their bodies were just a physical vessel, basically, uh, for them on Earth. And they okay. were to move to this um new plane this new um level on consciousness with the alien beings <laughs> okay you with me you getting what i mean are you still yeah. with me? Um, i'm picking up what you're putting down here basically they believed that planet earth would be recycled before 2027 very eco-friendly um okay. so there's still time there's actually still how time did they way. believe how, how is that gonna work how do you recycle a planet right well wait okay you're judging okay, them. You haven't sorry. heard the rest of the manifesto, okay? <laughs> so this was only... Heaven's Gate and all this was the only chance for their consciousness, so their soul, their mind, their personality, yeah. whatever you want to say, to survive. The only way for that to happen was to leave their human bodies at an appointed time. They needed to do it at a time where they reached this level of consciousness that they were like, yup, it's time, okay? So, right. And is that like enlightenment? Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on par with enlightenment. Yeah, it's that kind of idea. It's like transcending the human condition, basically. Okay. Um, just stick with me. Is what I'm going to say. Um, (laughs) we've got a lot to get through. Okay, you're going to have to just like keep the horse going. Zip it. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. So initially, the group had been told that. (laughs) You're like just starting to get a grasp on it, and you're not going to like. You're going to like check out. Initially, I'm just going to stare straight ahead. From the from the get go, what Marshall Applewhite was saying was that the group were going to be transported with their bodies aboard a spacecraft that would come to Earth and take all of them to heaven. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like know this, right? Do you know what? I'm going to leave out this the next bit that says what like do you know what never mind just you i'm gonna yeah so (laughs) heaven's gate heaven's gate let's get down to it it actually had a lot of parallels to jesus and christianity 
So it was kind okay. of this idea of technology and science integrated with Christianity. It was this better, more tuned in version of Christianity because it involved science okay. and whatever. Bonnie and Marshall were allegedly aliens in human disguises to help take those. So this is what they were like saying. This is what they were like given out as the fucking doctrine. They were saying yeah. they were allegedly aliens in human disguises to help take those who could overcome human desires such as money, sex, drugs to an alleviated plane because they were beyond right, that. Right, okay, so like the deadly sins. Exactly. They didn't need a good bunking. They didn't need any hardcore <laughs> drugs. They just needed to be with their alien friends in heaven. That's it. Um, welcome so, to my lockdown life. It's all I want, really. Um, <laughs> so let's get back into like Bonnie... Mm-hmm. Uh, every, I, do you know what? I've been writing about this and I've just never said her name out loud and now that I'm saying it out loud it's quite it's bizarre hilarious it's a good time so <laughs> Bonnie and Marshall found each other 25 years prior to the case that we're going to um, explain the incident okay um, Bonnie and her daughter lived in Houston, Texas and um, so basically I watched this documentary and a lot of mm-hmm. information that we can get from this situation is from Bonnie's daughter. Okay. Um, so she said that her and her mum used to look up at the back garden sky looking for UFOs. Um, they said that neither her or mum felt like they were really part of this world and they were kind of looking out for some signs. So they were always like loving the alien life, basically. <laughs> you look okay. like you're about to like scream. <laughs> no, I'm just finding it quite amusing, but yeah okay but so no continue around the same time in a place in texas called corpus christi which i didn't know existed but that's a fun name um Mm -hmm. marshall applewhite's perfect life was starting to fall apart around him um he was a college music teacher but his career and 16 year marriage were starting to unravel because he was accused of, you guessed it, he's a cult leader, a sexual relationship with one of his students. Big shockeroo. No, 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 no. Yep, I know. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's just the start <laughs> of something bad. Um, this student was I also. Always hate... Go on. No, I was going to say, I always hate when it's like, a teacher because it just absolutely gross like as soon as you said teacher there I was like uh, you're sc- here we go here we go um so that student was a male um which has reference later um but yeah mm-hmm. basically his wife was like no um so Marshall then met Bonnie um as her 23 year marriage was ending too um how did they meet? Who, Marshall and Bonnie? Yeah. They actually met, um, if you'd let me go on. Um, so Bonnie <laughs> would do, <laughs> I'm kidding. Bonnie would do astrology charts. So like, you know, birth charts and all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. And she actually met Marshall at the theatre that her daughter, Terry, worked at. And Bonnie did okay. Marshall's birth chart. I like to think she just had a little like stand in the theater, like anybody for birth charts, anybody astrology charts, anybody want one? Or like <laughs> the um, tarot reading like booths, like you know the little caravans that you go in and it's like dark. Yeah, but like That's parked inside the, the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like, just a ticket booth, but it's her. <laughs> Hi guys, ticket. Would you also like me to tell you how you're gonna die? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so she did She did Marshall's um, astrology chart and she even said to mm-hmm. Terry at the time that there was something about his chart that was special and made him stand out. Maybe in the stars it said that he was a predator. We don't know. We don't know. Or um, maybe it's bullshit. Maybe. It's absolute bollocks. Um, but <laughs> we can't have that mindset, not for the rest of this case, because it's about to get crazier. <laughs> Um, So from the start, the two's relationship was based on a very, very strong spiritual connection that shunned sex. They said, nope, we don't need sex. (laughs) Yeah, girl. So so they were friends then? No, they were spiritual lovers. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> no, they were like, they were partners, I think, but they weren't, um, they were saying, no bonks, please. No bonks. <laughs> no bonking. Um, so they turned, yeah, they just became, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. So I wasn't fucking there. I wasn't fu- I'm not a fucking Heaven's Gate follower. I don't know. I don't have aliens coming to me. Anyway, they turned their passion and beliefs for astrology and spirituality into business. Now, that's something I can respect, mm. Bonnie. Um, Monetizing um, your, your hobbies. Exactly. Sounds you know like a say? queen to me. If you're good at something, as in sprouting bullshit off astrology charts, never do it for free. So, Bonnie, yeah. good. You're a Bonnie last to me. Um, <laughs> on New Year's Day in 1973, Marshall and Bonnie took to the road on what they called a spiritual road trip. Um, Bonnie wrote to her daughter, Terry, while she was on the road. So she left her daughter behind and she would write to her daughter mm-hmm. while she was on this road trip. And she spoke about how they had had a revelation that her and Marshall had been sent to Earth much like Jesus. Um, so along the journey... They're alien messiahs. Basically, yeah. They're alien messiahs here to spread the word of um, the higher higher state that they all must go to. Um, okay. So along this journey, the two ran out of money quite a few times, as you would imagine. Um, and mm-hmm. Applewhite was actually arrested for stealing a rental car. So... No, just a little bit of context. Oh, so not... he's a criminal now too. Oh, so he's a criminal. Oh, wait, alien. he's a criminal he? already. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad alien. Hmm. <laughs> during, during his not alien. <laughs> Time to go to jail, Miss Alien. That's not funny. <laughs> no. How do you put handcuffs yeah. on an alien? Hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> During his six-month stint in jail, he took this time to... Com- so he did. He went to jail, and Bonnie waited. She waited about oh, a wait, good so- little alien wife. What? So, so he steals a car and goes to jail? Yes, he does. Isn't that against alien religion? <laughs> His alien religion? Isn't that against your alien religion, Marshall? <laughs> you getting, like, all worked up. Um, yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like you can bend the rules for a little bit of People make cash. mistakes. You know, aliens make yes, mistakes. Um, also, I have another question. Do they have like a Bible, but but like, what do they call it? Like, what does it go? No, I'm kidding. Um, Sorry. They actually don't have a Bible. They have a website that is still up just now. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. So we can have a look okay. at that um, after this. Yeah, I can't but, wait. So during his sentence, which was six months long, Mm -hmm. he took this time to fine-tune his doctrine and kind of like manifesto. And after Marshall was released, he was like, right, it's time to go balls to the wall. It's time to get followers and get this shit going. So the two contacted UFO researcher Hayden Hughes to help spread the word. Mm -hmm. So he was like, well respected in kind of the ufo <laughs> as well respected as you can be in the ufo field of a no actually that's mean that's mean i'm sure it's a very um established community um mm-hmm. so they asked hughes to help them in their mission in recruiting people saying that they believed that death would be overcome much much like jesus did two thousand years ago right because jesus okay. died and then he came back he was like the party's still on and that's what they want to do mm-hmm. but up with the aliens um mm-hmm. they compared it much to a caterpillar becoming a butterfly that kind of shit <laughs> so okay. marshall and bonnie decided to give themselves nicknames like different names now that they were part of the oh, go on. <laughs> they had they had a few they had there was one okay. there was one that one that stuck for both of them um but they had <laughs> guinea and pig <laughs> <laughs> this is all real folks no. um yeah <laughs> and pig uh bow and peep with <laughs> okay. to cry um okay and so the ones that they they went <laughs> so they went went through them not oh, scored that one out guinea and pig probably not 
Um, oh wait. Um, they went for do and t, as in the names, the like musical notes, like so. Na, 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 you know. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know. Repeat. <laughs> you know, like do re mi fa so la ti. Do re mi fa so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, well, I know what that is. Right. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> so they went for do and t. That was they. They scrapped guinea and pig. They thought, nah. Um, I like just, Guinea and Pig. I, I thought Guinea and Pig was the winner too, but apparently not. Um, so not. that's all right. That's all right. Um, it's too um, human. That's why. It is. Yeah, it's a bit too like aware of like of the Western world. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Um, so yeah, they refer yeah. to they refer to themselves keep, as. By that. the way, keep talking. I'm just getting my um, laptop charger. All right. I can hear you that's, though. Not recording a podcast or anything. That's fine. Um, no, sure, I'll just speak to myself. Um, so, don't tea, um, guinea and pig, if uh-huh. you will. Um, <laughs> they also refer to themselves as the two. Um, and this was right. a reference to the witnesses in the book of Revelations, which this is in the Bible, obviously, um, who were killed and then ascended to heaven. So it was kind of that reference. Anyway, basically, like right. okay. this whole part is just like they're big narcissists, which is expected. Um, yeah, they had recruitment meetings all over the country and conducted extremely persuasive talks on their sci-fi religion, um, and it worked. Okay. Marshall even convinced followers that he could communicate telepathically. Um, he convinced people that he could read people's thoughts but in a like communicate in a code. So he would literally give people this like code sheet and be like, by the way, <laughs> if I'm ever not picking up my phone, just give me the old beep, boop, beep, boop and I'll, I'll ring you back. And people are like, okay. What? Wait, so who, what kind of people are going to these like talks? Is it like so educated? Glad... Oh, well, this is the thing is that this is literally the, the next part. Cause this is mine. This is my question as well. Like who, who in yeah. their right mind is one wanting to do this and two believe in any of mm-hmm. this bullshit? Um, so originally they're named yeah. the human individual metamorphosis, um, and they become okay. extremely popular with the fading hippie slash counterculture community. So keep in mind yeah. this is like 1974 or 75 or something like that so the hippie era Mm -hmm. is kind of fading out like you're almost at Mm -hmm. the 80s hippies are gone and basically counterculture are looking for a way to still stick it to the man and fuck society but you know Mm -hmm. they need something so this is where cults come into play um Mm. a lot of people involved with the human individual metamorphosis as they're called at this time um previously dabble in have said to have dabbled in spiritualism with either like lsd or like other sort of religion any other like other religion like tarot cards astrology shit like that Mm. i don't want to say that everyone who went to this were like hip like lsd taking hippies because they weren't like the people in the documentary are very intelligent um the people that like talk in it and stuff so but it is people who are looking for that kind of like i fucking hate like traditional religion and society, I need something else. So, I don't know. I think there's no argument they, like, that it's going to be vulnerable people too. Like, yeah, but I'm wondering if they're like, um, like quite out there people or like different people, like feel that they don't belong in a normal. Yeah, for setting. sure. I think it yeah. will always be. It's in things in situations like this. It's always going to be people who don't feel like they belong. But like, you know, I'm mm. not saying I have all the answers because I don't. But mm. I think people who have always been made to feel like an outsider in their very small world, which is like, say, mm. you know, I was like very felt very of much of an outsider in my family. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. I am an alien, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're it's, kind of jumping if you not. Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of steps in the ladder before you get to alien heaven. But, you know. <laughs> Um, so weirdly to keep business going, this is fucking weird. So they got loads and loads of members at this point from doing all their, Mm -hmm. like, their fucking like world tour, basically. Well, um, yeah, like national tour. Um, but to keep business Mm -hmm. going, because they were running out of money, 
members like would avidly sell their blood to blood banks and yeah oh my god just like such a weird method um and they would also ask for contributions from local christian bookstores which they would which is weird like don't do that anyway okay well Um, entrepreneurial i guess sure why not some (laughs) wealthy members gave their trust funds to the group yikes no don't do that don't do that no don't do that just no 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 matter what group cult you're in just keep it keep that locked up (laughs) keep that to yourself keep that coin purse shut um the group got a lot of reporters asking questions about applewhite's past which you would if you dug that up you would start asking those questions yeah yeah Um, yeah 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 (laughs) they asked those questions and also questions about their financial troubles so Applewhite had enough. He said, no more reporters. I hate them. And they decided to go off grid and they resided in campgrounds in California. Um, so that's right. weird as fuck. Like full time, they moved into campgrounds? Moved, yeah, they basically came up. They okay. basically made a commune. Um, they isolated themselves. So this is like a group of like 70 people. Um, and they had zero contact with any friends or family, which was a rule that Marshall implemented. Um, oh, really? He believed, yep, he believed that outside interference from family or friends, um, commonly trying to get their loved ones to come home or even think about what they're doing. Like, basically, he's like, I don't really want you phoning your mom because she's going to be like, have you thought this through? And you're going to be like, no, I'm coming home. Um <laughs> He believed that those people, like friends and family, that would try and persuade them um, to go home were secret agents um, from the lower forces that wanted to steer them off track from reaching evolution and completing their mission. So, yeah, we're like, we're turning the notch on cuckoo bananas even more now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's gone from, like, personal belief to controlling dictator. Absolutely. Mm. Well, it's just like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example of like, it's just that I, it's just that idea of like, well, they're just like a hater, basically. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like that, but to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was an infinite emphasis on changing over. So this was, you know, coming to your enlightenment or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was a specific emphasis on doing it quickly so that they would all be ready, all good to go when the spacecraft eventually arrived all right and it's like come on like you never know when he's gonna pull up so like let's get this going let's do like, it and then we're all good only to go. coming once <laughs> yeah come on we don't know when the, like we can't contact them we don't have their eta all right okay um it's so just like get it done and we're good to go so but what how do they prepare themselves like i don't this is what i don't know because it's all just like a lot of thinking it's all a lot of like sitting pondering <laughs> is it like meditation like who fucking knows man is it like building a ufo i don't know no don't Join. Wait, come on now you're getting crazy now you're taking it too far <laughs> um don't be so ridiculous you know camp that's enough you're taking a piss now <laughs> um one woman was even quoted saying that so this was like a woman that um spoke to a reporter at the time, she mm-hmm. was quoted saying she would always buy a really small tube of toothpaste because she was expecting to leave pretty shortly. Um, funny that oh you're always God. buying that toothpaste, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> never, never came. Um, so imagine if I ended this case, like, you have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, so the year's 1994 yeah. and Spaceship arrives. <laughs> Everyone gets on board and they have a party. No, that's not what happens. Uh, spoilers. And you think that the man on the moon was the man on the moon, but actually, it's just them jetting off an alien ship. It's actually Marshall Applewhite. He's just <laughs> chilling. Um, so, this kind of rule about friends and family quickly changed because uh, Marshall decided that zero contact was scared that zero contact with parents would encourage the parents and such to come to the campgrounds and basically bring them back. Um, they thought if yeah. they didn't hear from them at all, then they would basically just come out and be like, we're picking you up because we're scared, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they yeah. were allowed to speak to people, um, but it was mm-hmm. extremely controlled and they could only do it okay. um, at specific times and they weren't allowed to talk about certain things that they were doing. That's always a red okay. flag. 
Yeah. Um, so anyway, everyone's in the campgrounds. Everyone's having a groovy time. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Then in the early 80s, cracks start to happen in the cult. Um, the cracks okay. appear to show and him, so human, what was it? Human individual metamorphosis transition to the name Heaven's Gate. Thank God we never have to say that again. Um, and the longtime members were starting to cast doubt, including even our girl Bonnie. She was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I know Bonnie Nettles is, is starting to ask some serious Bonnie questions. Nettles is a woke queen. <laughs> she is. Um, so Terry, her daughter, um, so remember I talked about her earlier. Yeah, she, was Terry... Is she in the camp or is she no, like not? No, no. So she's the, just like, right. she's chilling, having her own life. But she keeps in like regular right. contact with her mum. And yeah. Terry, like, this is the thing we're watching the documentary. Terry doesn't have entirely dissimilar beliefs. Like, she still believed in the kind of extraterrestrial, like, I don't know, um, greater cause and whatever. But she just didn't believe mm. in like the extremeness of Heaven's Gate. Um, yeah. But I feel like she was kind of like supporting from the sidelines. Um, yeah, so yeah. Whatever. Because um, it's interesting. I feel like I've never, I've always thought of um, extraterrestrial stuff as like a belief, but not as a religion. Like, yeah, you can. And then this is know. like, like I definitely think there's something maybe, but I've never thought like that would become a relig- a religious belief. Yeah, like that's quite fascinating. I know it is really interesting. It's kind of like taking the general idea that I think a lot of people agree on of like, obviously there's life mm-hmm. outside of earth and like whatever, but then it's like having mm-hmm. faith in the idea that there's a bigger plan with these extraterrestrial beings, which is like, you could argue, right? We know that there has to be life yeah. in space. That's more concrete than like Christianity. Some people would argue, you know? So it's like, it's not the yeah. craziest yeah, yeah, yeah. jump. Like some of this is a very crazy no, jump, yeah. but you know, like it's, it. you can see where the links are, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Terry, Bonnie's daughter, talks about a letter that she received from her mother in 1982. And she explains how Bonnie writes to her saying that she must conform in society and follow the rules, which was the complete opposite of her attitude previously. So Terry was like, something's mm-hmm. up, right? Something's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then two years later... Even 19... I can tell that's out of character. That's no our Bonnie. That's not our Bonnie. <laughs> she wouldn't say something like that. Bonnie Nettles? Are you sure you've got the right one? <laughs> Is that my Bonnie Nettles? Anyway. Um, so then in 1984, Bonnie... This is sad. Bonnie is diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, oh, no. And she's... <laughs> She's admitted into hospital under an alias. Get it? Alien? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she is. She she genuinely is. Um, And Marshall doesn't contact Terry or anyone to let um, them know that she's ill. And she even passes away alone in hospital. (gasps) And Terry Terry doesn't get told at all. No. Um, Marshall doesn't inform Terry. Oh, my God. I know. Marshall doesn't inform um, Bonnie's children of her illness or her death until months after she's already passed away. Um, no. Which is devastating. That's so like, cruel. I know, yeah. it is very cruel. Um, and watching the documentary, it was just like, it was so sad to see. Up until this point, you can tell Terry and Bonnie are like super close. Um, and then she's mm-hmm. like, I just find out that my mom died months before. And it's crazy. That would literally never leave you. Like, that's horrifying. No, I know. So this was a bit of a pivotal moment for Marshall and all of Heaven's Gate. Um, Because not to mock Bonnie's death. I'm not trying to do that. However, Mm -hmm. it called into question Homeboy's belief system. Because how could one of their own die and their body remain on Earth before it gets taken up in the spaceship? That's not what you said was going to happen, Marshall. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. So Marshall needed to revisit the doctrine and consider how Bonnie's death could make sense in line with their beliefs. 
So Marshall pondered over the idea that maybe there were other ways to reach the next level and not just leaving on a physical spacecraft. So <laughs> he also decided at this point to crack the whip right. and set more strict regulations. I think he just went into overdrive when Bonnie passed away. I think Bonnie, yeah. like in all facets, it seems like Bonnie was the kind of more religious and like spiritual one. And Marshall was more of the like dictator, like cult leader, yeah. narcissist. So at this point he like mm-hmm. Bonnie's, Bonnie's gone. He can fucking do whatever mm-hmm. he wants, basically. That's, a, that's the mm-hmm. idea I'm getting. So mm-hmm. he sets really strict regulations. He restricts food and uh, what they could eat. There's super rigid rules about when they went to the outside world because some of them had jobs outside to kind of help keep the commune going. Um, right. And they couldn't talk about anything to do with the commune outside of um, Heaven's Gate. Because okay. Marshall became super paranoid um, about who was here and what and how serious everyone was about their mission. So mm-hmm. he'd originally, this is, this is mad. He originally distanced himself from the other men in the group and kind of pushed uh, Bonnie to kind of communicate with those people um, to subside his sexual desires. Cause obviously, I mean, what we can tell he was, uh, he had homosexual either he was homosexual or he was bisexual or something. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he originally like completely avoided them. But after mm-hmm. Bonnie died, he just, he asked the other men in Heaven's Gate to join him in medical castration. Yeah, I mean. Wait, so like, like chopping off their dicks? Yes. No. So tell me they didn't see us. Tell me they didn't see us. Now that's no. that's commitment. Wait, you wow. don't know yet. So <laughs> in the documentary, Michael Conyers um, talks about his experience throughout his time at Heaven's Gate, and he talks about mm-hmm. um, how he really started to question his belief at this point. Right. So Michael didn't undergo the surgery but Applewhite and six other men flew to Mexico City and were surgically no. castrated there yep is that the whole penis I don't know I don't know oh my I don't God. know because where, where do you pee six pee? of them Jink is just but it's not you're just getting Jink is just neutered. your balls no not neutered neutered <laughs> they're not trans <laughs> <laughs> um is it just your balls? No, castrated. I'm no, castrated is your, is your to... it's your wing wang, isn't it? Do you want me to Google it? Like, just say penis? Okay. <laughs> wing wang. What <laughs> is <laughs> FBI are watching my Google search? What is castration? <laughs> um how to leave Earth on an alien UFO. <laughs> Castration is any action, surgical, chemical, or otherwise, by which an individual loses use of their testicles. Oh, okay. So it's just what does castration do to a man? Um, <laughs> makes him not have a good time anymore. That's one thing. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. It's just a physical removal of testicles. That's it. Okay. 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 So the penis so, still exists. Yeah, that's the, sh- the shaft. Well, how does that help suppress the sexual desire then? Because that's your. Your testicles is like all the sperm. Like that's where your sexual desires, like that's the physical part of your sex drive, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't like fucking you can know. Still have sex with a penis. I mean, I guess you could, but I think if you don't have sperm anymore, then you you don't have that like primal need to fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. Do that look like I know what castration is? No. <laughs> um, I cannot believe six men did that. Well, yeah, six of them, six of them did that, include and also Applewhite. Um, yeah. So, Applewhite and Heaven's Gate used the internet in the early nineties um, to recruit members. They also placed ads in USA Today, um, and they were making okay. at one point over four hundred thousand dollars in membership fees and donations a year. So they wow. were racking in dough. And are they still living in a campsite with all that money? Just wait. 
So okay. in California, so this is everything's getting a bit more cuckoo bananas. It's like the the accelerator's on. They are like yeah, yeah. fucking ready for alien upwards trajectory. <laughs> ready to go. Um, <laughs> so in California, that was I don't know what took over me there. That was far too much. It was primal. Far too much. It was it was alien primal. It was an alien primal chant. Um, so in California. Wild wildfires broke out and it turned the sky and sun blood red. And Marshall interpreted this, of course, you would take any fucking chance you can get really to convince people further. Mm-hmm. Um, he took this as a warning um, and referenced a testament in the Bible that said the end times were near. So basically it was like a piece in the Bible that says when the sky turns red, it's a, it's an, it's a warning that the end times are close, right? Right. So he's like Swen. Um, in October of 1996, Applewhite and his followers um, start renting this gargantuan mansion um, that they coined the Monastery in Rancho okay. Santa Fe, California. Um, mm-hmm. In the same month, they <laughs> I love this. I don't. There's no explanation for this. I want to know who sold them this and why. But in the same month, the group purchased alien abduction insurance. Um, that covers up to 50 members and would pay out a million dollars per person, which and it would cover um, alien abduction, impregnation, or death by aliens. So, you know, it's worth it's worth taking out. Fuck! I don't. I forgot to renew my subscription this year. Shit! I need to call my accountant. Give me a minute. Um, <laughs> okay, that's so. There's a lot to take in there. Um, so so. so- Marshall ensures 50 members to have alien babies out of wedlock, essentially. No, Christina, okay. Yeah. He uh-huh. has, no. Impregnated takes, by aliens. No, listen, he takes out alien abduction insurance, which covers, it covers everything. Oh, right. It covers, I missed the alien abduction bit. Okay. So, alien, yeah, alien abduction insurance, but it also covers. Right. Alien, okay. It's. It's a very full package. It's good value for money. It covers alien <laughs> abduction, alien impregnation, and also death by aliens. So you're okay. getting your money's worth, basically. Um, fair, fair, fair. So in March 1997, so going back to kind of astrology and space. So there is a comet. Mm-hmm. This is a real comet. This is not to do with um, Heaven's Gate. There's a comet called mm. Hail Bop. This sounds like it's... Uh, heaven's gate thing but it isn't it's actually it's actually called hail bop um and in march 1997 this comet hail bop was coming into earth's orbit for the first time in over 2000 years okay so marshall yeah. prophesized prophesied prophesied i don't know what that word is prophesized that an alien spacecraft was following behind this comet okay so this was like t- go time right okay yeah yeah <laughs> Um, stay with me. The the website, the Heaven's Gate website, issued a very cryptic red alert, and um, that called okay. out to those who followed Heaven's Gate, saying, "Guys, this is go time. This is there's no false alarm. Yeah. We're going. This is it. Our homeboys yeah. are pulling up, and you better get your bags packed. Pack your freaking bags. <laughs> Pack your freaking bags. We're going. So they sent out <laughs> letters." and videotapes to old friends and followers that maybe weren't physically with them in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this video, so you can watch this, and this is some of the video that we, that in this, I shared on the Instagram. So if you haven't got, haven't seen it, go on our Instagram or Facebook at Dead Talk Podcast, and you can see this video. Um, mm-hmm. It's their final exit. Um, and so Doe's final exit, obviously Marshall, um, he essentially yeah. produces this call to action, action saying that they must exit their physical vehicles. And if you want to follow Heaven's Gate, you cannot do so on Earth anymore. You must join them, right? Um, yeah. And the same with the rest of the members. They do this exit video, which is basically them uh, saying, this is it, we're out, see you later. So I'm surprised you haven't figured out until this point. On March 22nd, 1997, Marshall Applewhite convinces 38 members of Heaven's Gate to join him in a ritual suicide so that their souls 
can ascend onto the spacecraft. Do you not know wait, this? Wait. No, wait, I didn't realize that they did this, like they um, complied. They knew they were dying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I thought he just killed them. No. So. <gasps> 38 Marshall, of them. 38 of them. Marshall Applewhite convinces wow. 38 members of the Heaven's Gate group to join him in mm -hmm. this sacrificial suicide so that their beings, their souls, can go on to the spacecraft and ascend to the higher level, right? So to kill themselves, members wow. took phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding, uh, gross, washed it down with vodka, um, and additionally, they secured plastic bags around their head um, after ingesting the mix to induce asphyxiation, right? So oh my super, God. super weird side note to this. Um, uh -huh. Marshall Applewhite was obsessed with Nike, <laughs> just obsessed okay. with Nike. And their, <laughs> their Heaven's Gate had a saying, like a slogan uh, in, in their like group. Like, you know, just do it, like as in Nike. There's yeah. just do yeah, yeah. it, because obviously do was his. <laughs> so this is super creepy. No. You can see this, you can see this. And there's a video of when the police basically raid the place and find all their bodies. Everybody is in brand new black and white Nike decade athletic shoes. Um, they're all in like uniform. Oh, sorry, my sister's... Oh, shit. No. Sorry, my sister's calling me. Piss off. Oh, <laughs> I thought it, like, stopped the... Hope, we're really getting to the crux of everything here. What's I know. You're leaving me on a cliffhanger. So, let me get this straight. Yeah. 38 members have decided that they are so, so certain that the only way for them to live eternal for their souls to live eternally is to kill themselves on earth so that they can transcend yes yes okay wow so uh oh here that is so extreme so yeah they're all they're all dressed in these brand new black and white nike decade athletic shoes they're all in uniform okay. and they have arban armband patches reading heaven's gate away team <laughs> which I love. Um, no, they don't. They do. It's I know this is like, what... This is, I'm, like a, I'm like... But also, I'm like, are we... Is this a gaggery gag? Like, is this a bet that they're yeah. doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. So, it's I just wonder if they creepy. were, like... I wonder if, like, in their dying moments... But then, like, surely at least one of them would, like, maybe have chickened out and just, like, torn the thing off them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure some of them did. I'm sure some of them. But I don't know though. If you're that, if you're that close to doing it, you must be deluded enough that you are the person that's going to go through with it. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm just, yeah. I'm, wow. I'm goobity goobed. But mm. so another creepy thing. Each member um, had on their person a five dollar bill and three quarters in their pockets. And this was a reference and like a little nod to Huckleberry Finn from Mark Twain's eh? Tom Sawyer. You know, like yeah. Tom Sawyer, Mark Twain. Yeah, the book. Yeah. 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 So the character Huckleberry Finn. Um, but in this book, it's stated that it costs $5.75 to ride the tail of a comet to heaven. So. Oh, like, there you surely go. you know at that point that you're talking pish. Like, I don't know. Also, I thought at this point, I thought when they were getting on the UFO, it was just their souls and there wasn't any like worldly possessions. I know. It's so just like dumb at that point. It's like, like you're going and off. The alien's going to be like, fair, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your ticket? <laughs> <laughs> One adult, please, single. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a return? No, you can't get a return. Um, <laughs> so once a member, I'm like laughing, like, so the death <laughs> i need to remember what i'm actually talking about so i know once a member 
had died, a living member, so this is like how it all went down. So once one of the members had died, a living member would arrange the body onto the bed and remove the plastic bag from their head, um, followed by posing the body so that it lay neatly on its own bed. Gross. Um, Their faces and torsos were covered with a square purple cloth for privacy. Um, It's really weird if you watch- if you watch like the video, they all they're all in beds, like they're in bunk beds, and they just look like they're sleeping. Oh my god! It's really scary. That's like it's so... really jarring. Hmm. Hmm. Odd. So, from the thirty-nine adherents, twenty-one women and eighteen men between the ages of twenty-six to seventy-two are believed to have died in three groups over three successive days, um, with remaining participants cleaning up after each prior group's death. Um, So the suicides occurred in a group of 15, 15, and then nine. And between approximately March 22nd and 26th. So creepily, after this, a couple days after the death, Numerous news outlets, such as BBC, received packages from Heaven's Gate, um, which included Doe's final exit video and also the exiting messages from the members, which is the one that we posted on our social media. So that was those tapes were mm-hmm. physically sent to the BBC, CNN, like all these places. Mm. Um, and that weirdly, the astrologist and co-discoverer of the comet Hale-Bopp um, he was contacted a lot, as would be um, like thought of. You would think this would happen. Mm. He came out to make a comment days after the situation. He noted the significance of comets and the lure for them to have some apocalyptic meaning for people. Um, but then he criticised the combination of scientific literacy, uh, willful delusions and radio talk shows deception about an imaginary spacecraft following the comment and a cult's bizarre yearnings for ascending to another level of existence that led to the Heaven Gate's mass suicide. So basically, it's the last wow. knock in the teeth. Like, the guy who discovered that comment yeah. is calling you a bozo. Um, yeah. He probably was like, fuck, I better really clearly state I'm not, like, in yeah, affiliation yeah. with them whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, and it would be, like, really weird because, you know, he says here, he, in another, like, Uh, thing that I read about his comments he was like it's horrifying it's really upsetting but I'm not entirely surprised that something like this has happened because people have been fascinated Mm. with comments for a long time um but you would just feel this like really really sad I know it's not his responsibility at all but you would just be like people have put the significance on something that is like scientifically and in terms of space exploration it is significant but it's not anything more than that and it's just so grim that like 40 people died because of the comet that he discovered like you know it's not because of that but you know what I mean no no I know it's like I think it's the essence of human condition it's to put meaning on things that are just materials like yeah that is what we do and to look for answers like an extreme example yeah 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 Mm-hmm. So after this, um, unfortunately, three former members of Heaven's Gate actually went on to commit suicide themselves. Um, Wayne Cook and Chuck Humphrey attempt suicide <gasps> in a hotel in a really similar fashion to the group in Santa Fe. Um, Cook died and Humphrey survives, but right. he eventually... Oh, can you hear me? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, oh, oh God, like, that's horrible. Oh, no, sorry. I thought it literally <laughs> said your internet connection's unstable. So I was like, here we go. Um, can you hear me now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, can you hear? So just at the end. Come on, Zoom. Come on, girl. I know, I know. Um, so James Pickery Jr. dies from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And um, Chuck Humphrey, so, who initially survives the first suicide attempt in the hotel, he eventually successfully commits mm-hmm. suicide in February 1998. Um, two former members still remain 
um, active and maintain the website that you can visit now. And that is the story of Heaven's Gate. No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Mad. Oh my God. I feel like that's so... Okay, lots I want to unpack here. But okay. first of all, it seems hugely insensitive that the website is still live they and active. Don't, but this is the thing, and I totally know what you mean, like, but they don't see the suicide as a... It's not like a sad thing. It's not a tragic incident, you know? So in their eyes, do they still believe, do they believe that like the mission was successful? Yeah, and I think the, so. The souls yeah. are in space. Okay, right. Okay, okay. okay. So the documentary that mm. I watched, there's a guy in it who is a former member of um, Heaven's Gate and he left and he was like, do you know what? Like, see, the first time I heard about the suicide, all I could think was, damn it, I wish I'd gone with them. I'm so jealous. And it's like when you're in that, when you're in that, like, wow. I don't know, when you're when you're in that kind of state of mind, you, you know, you're in it, like you're in it, like he would think that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, but I think. I really wonder, like, what. The, Go on. There's a lot. There's such a delay. I don't think, but basically, what I was saying was, I really wonder what they um, were like their last thoughts were. Like, I wonder if they were panicking, or if they were like totally sure like this is how I'm meant to die so like I don't know I know well it's kind of like you hear that I mean I don't know how the fuck they could know this because most people who throw themselves like off a bridge and stuff probably die but it's like all those statistics yeah. of like 60% of people who commit suicide like regret it in the last moments like all those people that yeah. have survived jumping from like the golden gate bridge and stuff I've been like yeah. the second I was off that bridge I was like what the fuck am I doing yeah but I don't know because I think it's that philosophy of like you realize the insignificant of not that your problems are insignificant but like I think people like people are never confronted with their own mortality in us in such yeah. a way that when you are you're like wait you really do only have one life so like I wonder if they were like realizing that in their last moments or if they were like thank god my time has come like I'm I hope that they were at peace I hope that they believed in what they were doing right until the end I know because it's like you would think oh I bet I bet they were thinking that like I bet they did have that moment you would assume they probably would or at least some of them were like this Uh like because that's that's a horrible death too like asphyxiation yeah I mean horrid it seems like you know they take a a large dosage of pretty strong shit so I guess they probably were out but it's that would be painful like it would be painful in one way or another and I think I don't know I don't know I I I agree I hope they did think that they were doing the right thing because otherwise it's just even more tragic yeah and is Marshall in your opinion like evil a psychopath where yeah, I think he's. Him? I think he's definitely a sociopath. I think he's like got the absolute epitome, like the absolute definition, and falls into a case study of like fucking narcissistic cult leader. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so. I I don't know. I don't want to. I hate using. Um, sexuality as a reasoning for anything because you know you don't you don't become a bad person because you're homosexual I don't mean it like that obviously what I'm trying to say is glad you think some... that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know obviously I don't think that my point is is like no someone struggling with their sexuality and he suppressed what obviously was his sexuality in one way or another he suppressed that mm-hmm. and that is going to fuck you up one way or another and I think if you pair that with already, you know, say narcissistic personality disorder or whatever, you you kind of have to, I can, I can just see a situation where you have to find these bizarre belief systems that make sense of, like he, he needed to castrate himself to feel okay with his body. 
So you kind of fucking need to like believe in something that makes that make sense. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. I agree. I'm just, I'm really fascinated at like the general members of public that so believe in this because whilst we can find it easy to distinguish their belief system to our belief system, like when you boil it down, is our beliefs in, for example, the Big Bang and the fact that there is no God, yeah, which you and I happen to believe, right? Is it really that difference to, different to their belief system? But the only difference is that their belief system is not mainstream or conformist. Yeah. You know, as well, I think it's like, I was thinking about this when I was doing the research for this. I think it's so easy to be us and be I've I've thought about this before in the sense of like atheism is a very very easy identity and it's it's the criticizer rather than the believer you know and I think when it comes to things like this like heaven's gate do I believe in the in the idea that a spacecraft was going to come to earth and take bodies away no I don't I don't absolutely not however I think it's brave to be the people, <laughs> this is going to sound whack, but I think, you know, they were asking the questions and they were looking, they were out there trying to figure shit out. Yeah. You know, like the things that he, if you watch that video um, that we posted, that mm-hmm. guy, um, I can't remember what his name was. It was, they, it was weird. They all added Rodi to the end of their names. So his name was like Sorodi or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, mm-hmm. He talks about like just like the material things and like um, the menial things of the human condition that mean nothing. And like I don't know, it's it is kind of it's outlandish, but I also think it's braver to be the person trying to find these answers and and going about it anyway than me sitting here being like that's fucking stupid. Like, do you know what I mean? And also, I think I've just been thinking as you're saying there, at what point would we have become members of this cult if, right, like it gains the momentum because essentially like any religion does, it begins with a few people and then it becomes like, like imagine if this has become a world, a worldwide dominant yeah. religion. At that yeah. point, we wouldn't be like, that's so weird. It's because it's like a minority belief. Mm. And obviously yeah, totally. there's like... <laughs> also like clear issues um but yeah I think it's really interesting (laughs) well I don't know none (laughs) nothing's jumping at me to be honest (laughs) do you know that's a good example of this is like I see this a lot of TikTok and like for example there's this one YouTuber called Keelan Moncrief and she's Irish and her and her sisters and her mum like totally believe in like um paganism and like witchcraft and shit like that and like there's a whole subsection of like tiktok and youtube that's like it's kind of like an aesthetic thing more than anything Mm. like they fully they i've seen like people on instagram stories doing this and again i think it's more of an aesthetic thing but you know like heaven's gate it was kind of a fad thing and then it wasn't people like Mm. write down things that they want for the month and then they like burn it and like do it on a full moon and it's all very like witchy and like it's oh kind my of... god I saw something on Instagram of this it's like the yeah. full moon routine yeah exactly and like mm. I think it's more I think to be fair stuff like that is maybe more of a like um self-help just like mindfulness thing maybe it's almost like spiritual isn't it but then this is this is the same thing. Like who it's how yeah. how can we be so like I see people doing that and I'm like, oh that's cute. Like I could do that. Do you know what I mean? And that's it's yeah. the same shit. Yeah. It's the same shit. Interesting. That's what I mean. I think it's really interesting. And like yeah. it's interesting that we that this was so ridiculed. But I wonder like had a few things been different, like where we would be today. I also just would have like killed Dan Dan Dan. Dan. Yeah. It would have been so interesting to um, sit down and talk to a few of them. I know. Like Yeah. Oh. Anyway, RIP. 
Oh, that was a bit. <laughs> that was a bit <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, that was Heaven's Gate. I hope you enjoyed it. That was absolutely fascinating. Thank you for telling me that story. It was far more. I'm going to be doing a lot of thinking about that. I know it was really fun telling it to you, knowing that you had no idea that yeah. even, it was a massive, <laughs> sort of, like crazy. Um, so we'll wrap this up. We won't ramble too much. Um, thank you mm. so much for listening. If you've been watching us on YouTube, give it a like, give it a comment. If yeah. you can, that would be great. Always helps us out. Um, as always, follow mm-hmm. us on all of our social media. We are at Dead Talk Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And share this on your story because we love when people do that. Anyway, we love it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye.